Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Strong AF Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley. I'm Yuri. And today we have a very special guest on with us today. We have Horatio Everhart, and he has a wonderful business called How High Lawn Care. Um, he is also um, a great influence in the lives of young kids who are uh, involved in youth sports, and he'll be telling us more about all of that later. Um, so Horatio, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing great. Perfect. Good, good. So tell us a little bit about your business and kind of how you got started in that. Um, well, with uh, How High Lawn Care, I just took a chance. I was at Freightliner, um, and I just didn't like the third shift because I was barely seeing my kids. The only time I would see them, get home, get them ready for daycare, and I wouldn't see them anymore until the following morning. So I just jumped out there with faith and just decided to, you know, give it a go. And it took off from there. That's awesome. I love that. So um, was there a reason that you dove into that? Um, other than, you know, the third shift, like what made you choose that path? Yeah, what made you choose lawn care out of any other um, thing? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just seen that I just felt at the time it was something like easier, you know, easy to do. You know, you're, you know, I'm from Cleveland. Um, we was brought up, you know, cutting wood, cutting grass and all that type of stuff. So, you know, I grew up to being pretty good at it. You know, I raised enough money to, you know, give it a shot. And, you know, it went from there. That's great. Now, one of my favorite things is all of the stuff that you do for the kids. So that's what I really want to jump into here. Yeah, because especially, like you said, coming from Cleveland and being as athletic as you are involved in high school sports, whether it's football or basketball, to when I started noticing you chose that and were sponsoring kids and stuff like that, that wasn't that big of a surprise for me. But for some, the ones, the viewers who don't know you, how did you get into that? Um, like you say, since a kid, I've always been around sports, you know, it runs through both sides of my family. And growing up, you know, um, my mom being a single parent, so she got a lot of support. A lot of parents reached out willing to help me. And, you know, that stuck with me throughout life. And a preacher spoke it upon me saying that he's seen in my future that there will be something I will be doing. So once again, um, me and my fiance, we got together. I explained everything I wanted to do with her. She came up came up with the name Our Sports Sponsor. And I got in touch with some of the youth football coaches around Rowan County. And I asked if I could sponsor a kid. They allowed me to. And I reached out to some of my buddies, some of my friends, and told them what we were doing. And they jumped on board, and we started saving money. So I was able to you know, help out a lot more kids. Than, and once again, through faith and just just willing just to give things a try, 
you know, everything worked out. That's great. Can you go into more detail for those who aren't aware of what um, this is and explain more about how you're able to help the kids and uh, with those sponsorships? Yeah. Um, well, for me, like I say, growing up, like having things, the equipment or being able to pay to play, um, it was kind of rough for us. And, and there's so much talent, especially here in Salisbury, you know, and parents, unfortunately, they don't have the funds to, you know, get the things their kids need. So me having a big car, me loving kids, I just felt like it was part of my calling, you know. And by me jumping out of faith made it way just so easy to do. Um, not only just sports, like I love not only kids, I love God's creation, period, but it's just something about kids, like far as anything a kid needs, like clothes, shoes, anything, school supplies, I'm willing to go in my bank account to help out, to do whatever it takes to bring a smile to another kid's face, because I was once in their shoes. So, and the things I post on Facebook, I don't post things to get a like or a love or a caring. I'm just start trying to start like a train reaction, you know, like guys that's been in my footsteps. Like, I reached a part of my life that I got in trouble. Um, I ended up doing federal time at the age of 23, my first charge ever. I can't blame anybody but myself. You know, I'll come up with all these thoughts that, you know, I was doing it to support my mom, to help her out with the bills and my brothers. And But that was just an excuse, you know, just to get the easy money, fast money, instead of, you know, being a man, being that guy my mom raised me to be, you know, by getting a job and doing it the right way. You know, I took that path to make that fast money and it led me down the wrong path I made the wrong decisions and I take full responsibility so by the while the time I was in there you know I hung around older guys that helped me understand that there's more to it than just the fast money the materialistic things in life you know like you can live life way more happier, easier by walking that straight path, working that nine to five. That brings a smile not only to God's face, your loved ones, and those around you. Yeah, so, stuff like that. You you definitely appreciate it more when you're working hard for everything you're trying to accomplish. You're going to work, you're providing for your family, like your kids and everything. You putting a smile on their face and not having to worry about getting caught doing something you're not supposed to do. You definitely appreciate it. Oh, that's most definitely. Yeah, exactly. And it's so great to hear, you know, your backstory and how coming through that helped you to really be able to help other people and other kids and be able to pass that on down. So, 
Um, what are some of the other things that you're able to do? I mean, when you're sponsoring those kids, are you able to help teach them these types of lessons that you've learned? Oh, yes. I, um, I've had gatherings to where, like, motivational speakers come in. Um, you know, I've shared my story to a lot. Um, I have a cousin of mine that's a motivational speaker um, speaking with a group this coming Sunday. You know, we he's actually going to teach them about, you know, finances, you know, building credit at a young age, which mm-hmm. I feel like that's very important that we don't teach as much or at all in school. So I'm just trying to come up with different ways to help our community out with our youth to be able to grow up and not lean towards the streets, you know, because yeah. as you all know, Salisbury is getting worse by the day. So. Yeah, exactly. And I love what you're doing with teaching them about finances um, and credit and just, you know, all the things that you have to know as an adult, but we're never taught that in school. I mean, even in college, you know, I really wasn't taught that. Um, so you get out in the real world and then you're going to hit hard if your parents don't teach you that. And so we recently started um, unschooling our kids And so we took them out of the public school system and we're teaching them at home. And that's something that we're incorporating into our lessons because that's huge. And that's something that they're not taught, Mm -hmm. but it's it's essential. Yeah, it's definitely a good thing. Like you were speaking where you have mentors because coming from Cleveland where we was, we kind of much just seen one one lifestyle. That was the hustle lifestyle, the drug dealers and stuff like that. You never seen another way there's another mm-hmm. outlet whether you stick with sports or if you're smart and you channel all that knowledge to bettering yourself you don't know another way but with you being in these kids lives they're seeing that this is not my only choice I can make wise decisions and and come up with a career or an entrepreneur mm-hmm. or something like that that way they're better set off as they age and grow up exactly right 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 and another thing, like, you can definitely make it, like, a lot of kids, like, I'll take me, for example, like, fight for town. You know, at one point, there were, like, two or three houses on that whole road. And just my upbringing, upbringing like you say, I always seen was family members fighting, drugs, you know, alcohol. Um, like, you can make it out of that situation, you know. Like, if you continue to have faith, separate yourself from friends that, like, if you if you want to play sports, go home, do schoolwork, play your video game, that's fine, as long as you stay out of trouble. If you have a friend that's picking at you about those things, trying to drag you to the streets, then it's best to separate yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't need, what I explained to a lot of kids, you don't need, 20 friends in your life. And if you have that one friend that's helping you on that right path and you see it as a good kid, then that's all you need is just that one friend. You know, you can be from poverty and still make it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that as adults too, we try to hide too much from our kids because adults face the same issues, right? So we right. have people leading us in the wrong direction. And um, it's easy to fall into those gaps and to surround yourself with negative energy. 
Um, and so if we kind of allow our children to see um, the issues that we're facing and how we overcome those, then they don't feel so alone when they face the same issues. So I think if right. we are able to speak to our children more and to teach them like, this is normal, this is not just you, you know, let's handle this together. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Like be open with your kid. That makes it much easier for them to come to you for advice or anything. So I agree. Yeah, definitely got to give you your kudos from coming out of prison. It's it's not too many people who learn from their mistakes and change the way their life is projected where you could have stuck down that path and just been down on yourself. It's like, okay, I'm as soon as I get out, I'm going to go back doing what I was doing. I don't have any other choice. I'm a felon, so I can't get a job here. I can't get a job there. So now I'm just going to stick to what landed me in prison for the first place. But you you had the smarts, the brain to decide that that's not the way you wanted to be headed to where you're constantly in and out of prison or where you're spending life in prison. So big ups to you on that, big homie. And I want to take that one step further, too, because the fact that you own your own business and then you're also working with the kids to sponsor them you know, that's not just a big kudos because you came out of prison. That's just a big kudos in general, right? Because everybody's so stuck in that I have to work for somebody. This is the only way of life. Um, very few people go put themselves out there into that entrepreneurial stance to take on that risk. And that's a huge risk to take whether or not you've been in prison. Um, so to add on the fact that you did um, serve time and then come out and have just the way that the system is against you anyway, once you come out of prison and to still be able to go on and do what very few people do, even with a college degree and um, lots of experience. That's amazing. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I've always been a, a risk taker, if you want to put it like that. And I know me, you know, we're human. We sin daily. We make mistakes. Mm -hmm. You know, it's those that's willing to learn from them, continue to push forward, have faith. You know, I was raised believing in God. You know, I believe in him 100%. And I know to the day God called me home, I'm going to continue to make mistakes. But knowing I write down goals daily. So, if I can t continue to do those things, stay strong in faith, then sky's the, beyond the limits for me. So I just want to, you know, continue to help kids and even grown, like guys my age or older, you know, like at one point you couldn't get a word out of me. But seeing that how I'm changing lives and I have all these people reaching out to me, like that brings joy to me. So that helps me continue to push forward as well. You know, so I thank you guys for reaching out for me, um, reaching out to me. And, you know, I just like um, Nissy say, 10 toes down, the marathon continues. And I'm going to continue to do what I do and, I love it. Yeah, like when we thought about this podcast and what we wanted it to be, the message that goes out to everybody viewing, you're one of the first people that came to my mind, seeing how 
everything you're doing to give back and knowing your story and stuff like that, I definitely knew that there's people out there that can learn from this who may be stuck in that same mindset. Oh, I come from a poverty stricken environment. I don't have a choice and stuff like this to show them that, yeah, you do have a choice as long as you apply yourself. And like you said, you set goals daily, monthly, weekly, you're striving to this, you're putting in all this hard work. You're definitely going to reap the rewards. I agree. Yes. Yeah. So with that said, um, what are some things that you would, what's some tips and advice that you would give the listeners um, for those who are, you know, possibly looking to make the jump into uh, owning their own business or um, being able to start some type of nonprofit organization to help out? Um, I would say, Step out in faith. Um, don't give up because it wasn't easy, you know, for me to like start it like the um, nonprofit for the All Sports. Um, because there's so many like people I want to help, but you know I'm not rich, mm-hmm. so like. I've seen all these homeless people. I just want to stop, take my shoes off. But, you know, I got to keep the little I have. But I just say, um, just step out and step out in faith. Um, have get others involved. You know, you will face stressful times, but continue to push forward. Um, and do it from the heart. Like, do something you enjoy doing. Don't get in to something like you see Tom do and you think it's all peaches and cream, Mm -hmm. like learn, you know, do your research and um, just do what you enjoy doing, live life. You know, that's what I tell a lot of people. Like, don't be a follower. You know, if you're not a great football player, don't try to hang out and step in to be this great football player knowing, you know, you might fail yourself, you know, like, if you're a great soccer player, be that soccer player. Like, you don't have to try to fit in, mm-hmm. you know? So, that's the advice I can give people. I mean, you know, I'm not that good at interviews or talking, <laughs> but. <laughs> no, I think that's great advice. Definitely. That's awesome. So, if uh, any of our listeners out there are interested in um, your business or um, helping out with your nonprofit, where they where can they find you? Um, on Facebook or Instagram. Facebook, Demp Everhart, D-I-M-P, Everhart, E-V-E-R-H-A-R-T. Um, Instagram, Horatio Everhart, H-O-R-A-T-I-O, Everhart. Um, I post things on there, but um, mostly, like, a lot of people inbox me, you know, like, needing help or asking how could they help. So you can get in touch with me that way, or you can contact me personally with my cell phone number, 980-434-4068. Awesome. We'll include all that in the show notes below too. That way, anyone having questions or wanting to reach out to you, um, they can do so. Definitely. All right, cool. Awesome. So we have some rapid fire questions for you before we go. 
All right. So, you know, we got to throw in a little fitness here. <laughs> so <laughs> weights or cardio? Cardio. Yeah, because that boy can't lift no weights. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 38 years old now, you know, I got to keep my joint fine. You know? <laughs> Favorite fruit? Apples. Favorite vegetable? Yeah. <laughs> um, broccoli. Okay. Favorite comfort food? Um, shrimp. First thing that comes to your mind when you hear vegan? Yeah, nasty. <laughs> <laughs> we'll change your mind on that. <laughs> Uh, where do you get your strength from? Eating healthy. That's awesome. Rest. That's great. Well, Horatio, thank you so much for coming on. We've really enjoyed talking to you and learning more about everything. Uh, this was amazing. Definitely. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the listeners listen, you're going to touch somebody and hopefully they'll change their lifestyle and, if they're going down the wrong path, they'll definitely see that there's more that they can actually do or there's ways that they can give back to the youth. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Once again, if you guys have anybody that needs someone to talk to, I can meet them per in person or over the phone, however they want to do it. Um, we're going through a lot, as y'all can see, what happened yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um I just ask people to continue to love one another. You know, God didn't bring us here to hate one another. You know, we might have different opinions and things like that. That's fine. But at the end of the day, we just need to love one another. That's the only way we could change things around in this world. And I love you all. God bless. Thank you guys for having me.